Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This This is the the NFT NFT Project. Hello and welcome to the NFT Project with myself, Brock Nelson, my boy, Jai Kinkoi, (laughs) or boy Kinkoi, and uh, Aaron Butler, who is... The man, the myth, the legend that my partner in crime that uh, looks after Project DJ with me and also my investing and NFT investment partner um, well, as we... Brock and, I, Brock and I have a joke where I'm his uh, two-factor authentication now. So if he's <laughs> trying to spend some money, it only comes through me first to approve it, whether I think it's a good idea or not. I am both a hype master and a definite, I like hop on the hype train like i am both <laughs> i affect people with hype and i also am affected by hype greatly i think it's both uh um a curse and you know and 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 my weapon in life but it's it's definitely it's That's been fine. shown to be a curse a, a lot more <laughs> a lot more than it has uh, worked out for us i think <laughs> but um i think today what we wanted to talk about was um platforms yeah, we're yeah. gonna t- we're gonna talk about, um, in particular, like the teething issues that are happening with um, with platforms in this early. St- and it's like you know, really, we're saying it's early. It's it still is early, um, but we are kind of a year in now, technically, for like the uh, the the mainstream projects. Now, you'd say like we're we're probably they started January, Feb, or even December. I say uh, was a top shot, so it kind of kicked off. Yeah. Um, so we, we're a year and a bit now into it, um, and it's still traffic, website traffic, and and um, you know links, all sorts of stuff, still becoming like massive issues. Um, people not, I think it's it must be like as the space kind of grows um, so rapidly that people aren't unreal, like you know these. In particular, like I'm talking about Royal, um, Royal as a as a website. Like this is the something I saw during the week where they had um, Nas, which is a massive get. Pretty much, I think who was the first person that dropped? It was just Blau that dropped the first track, the on first Royal? release on Royal. Yeah, was it? Yeah, Nas is like the first like artist release. Artist that's not that's Royal. not Blau. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he, Blau, he became Blau the, for those of you who don't know, he's a DJ like EDM kind of DJ and he's like been this huge music pioneer uh, in the NFT space um, and he's made his own platform called Royal which he plans to like release a bunch of um, music NFTs through um, has like a lot of different um, investors and stuff like the chain smokers um, just like a lot of money behind his platform so quite quite yeah, a big, sorry. big play Sorry to provide <laughs> <laughs> some context for you. Yeah, forget a bit of context in there. Um, but this kind of stuff's been happening a lot lately where they kind of get really, they get to where they want to go really early. So like having an artist like Nas is massive. Um, you know, like Blau, as as Aaron said, like we kind of know him because we're in we're in the industry and we know 
that kind of music. But to an average punter, you know, even a, even a, a not solid DJ might not even know who Blau is um, as a producer. But Nas is iconic with rap. So all of a sudden you go from, you know, a million followers to 50 million followers, you know, 20 million followers. Um, and and not only like people that are following Nas on Twitter or social media, you're going people that actually just know him and then and and are fans of him but don't follow him on social media. So it's it's kind of a massive it's on these tracks. Um, here's the date. Let's go. And then immediately, like this is I'm just reading straight off um, their Twitter feed. It's like. Pretty much as they went to launch, they got the hype is too real, real. You guys broke our service. So broke their service with the traffic. Um, the site went down then, and this happens quite a lot with hyped projects. What they'll try and do is they'll try and fix it. They'll try and add service to um, help the traffic. But all that happens is more traffic. They like they stumble upon the fact that more people are finding out about it. More people are getting funneled in. So they've tried to start it back up at 1.30. Hasn't happened. Um, and then they've just gone, <laughs> we give up. Yeah, like, we're gonna need to re- yeah, we need to reassess this. Um, you guys, you know, it's too crazy. And they've gone, uh, thanks for being with us, fam. We'll let everyone know as soon as we have another update. And then they've just come back with like a date, which is I think seven days or eight days from now. And they're going to stagger. So Nas is releasing two tracks on the website, Ultra Black and Rare. And you can, so these are tracks. So Royal as a platform actually allows you to get a royalty share of the music um, and you can buy different percentages of that royalty through the website. That's why they've called it Royal. Um, and they've staggered that as well to obviously help the traffic. But I've seen that happen. Like we even just watched it happen live um, with uh, another project. There's like right now, um, what day is it? The 13th of Jan when we're recording this. There's yep. a massive movement happening on in the NFT space where women PFP projects are blowing up. And I showed a, a project to Aaron probably about an hour ago. And then 30 minutes into that, the website started crashing because the volume of people trying to get, you know, it's like a mad scramble. When something happens in the NFT space, all of a sudden everyone hears about it and, and then everyone hops on their computers and tries to purchase and get involved so they don't miss the rush. Yep. <clears throat> and that kind of stuff happens where it's just an average website and that's crashed as well. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see how Web3 navigates the integration with Web2 with websites and and like how they can combat you know obviously there's a lot of websites and platforms that get DDoS attacked as well for those who don't know what that is it's kind of like someone pinging the website nonstop. Um, they, they build a, a, a backend program that does that to, to try and um, mint as quickly as possible or try and access things as quickly as possible. They build bots, basically, and that can add, add you know, a new level of traffic that's kind of like will break the website in a sense. So, and, then you know, people are just paying for, average server rights because they know they've only got a thousand people in their discord and they don't really need it. But then the market moves like it did. And all of a sudden 
it's kind the of whole the same. Down. It's kind of the same as if like someone had you know a product or something, and then for some reason it gets you know blown up by a celebrity or something like that, and then yeah, all these people try and go to their website to buy it, but then the traffic's too high. So I, I suppose a lot of people like to point fingers at different things and point holes in things, but this is no different to problems that we see already in the normal world, isn't it? Like, you know, in the in the web two sort of world. And that's and that's what I'm happening. saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how the like it's you feel like you're in the the you're in a pioneer area, but it's like we're still experiencing the same issues previously as yeah. a customer. So it's like how the the way that web three and the NFT space combats this is going to be interesting because it's still you know, as I said, a year and a bit in now, and we're still going through the same issues. And we went through the same thing with NBA Top Shot as well, where they had to develop a whole new system because there was just a million people trying to log in and get packs. Um, yeah, I was just gonna—I was just gonna mention the NBA Top Shot Q mm. Q system yeah. that they implemented because yeah, it was just like so many people trying to get in. So what they did is that you you log on when it's red, like time to buy, and then you just get a random position in the queue. And if there's 10,000 packs and you're 15,000 in the queue, then you're probably not going to get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I suppose it's just going to take um, a little bit of time for all this stuff to sort of play itself out and for people to, you know, because people wouldn't have expected that the space would probably grow as quickly as it, as it is. But, I mean, we experienced a little bit of this, um, maybe not so much a platform going down, but just increased traffic um just recently with i think gary v had his project launched and i was trying to buy something not related to that project at all and <laughs> it was like I, I think i sent a screenshot to you at one stage brock and the gas was like 850 dollars. it was just yeah. like ridiculous well, yeah so so to sort of explain that one a bit better and just sort of to go into the whole space and this is why it's kind of confusing for new people is yeah <laughs> is things like that that are completely unrelated you're just an average user just wandering around the internet trying to buy an NFT. Um, and then there's another project that actually isn't even on Ethereum, wasn't even on the Ethereum blockchain, but you needed the Ethereum blockchain to get there. It's like you had to, to move your ETH. And that's what confused me as well. I was like, I was wondering why there's traffic. And I'm like, oh, it's because you've got to move Ethereum onto the the second tier, which is Immutable yeah. X. Yeah, Immutable X. Um, yeah, Immutable X. So that transaction that because there was 125,000 tokens that got given out. So that meant that 125,000 people essentially could have each individually buy one. But I think it was, we were watching it at one stage, the volume like got up to like two, 3,000 ETH um, at point one. So that's, you know, 1,500 people in an hour, um, probably more trying to buy an NFT on the Ethereum blockchain essentially. So it's, oh, geez. it I just kind of causes... Slow. Yeah, it, it kind of, and in any one day, like, and it's, I think it's like they have about 80,000 active users. And, 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 you know, when you have projects like that that bring, like, Gary Vee's synonymous for that by bringing new people into the space. So he's literally dragging, so there's all the normal users that are there, and then he's dragging 20,000, 30,000 more people <laughs> onto the platform and yeah. onto the blockchain to use it. And it, it's causing these major issues. Yeah, and I suppose that's why all these new technologies or new platforms, like I was just looking up some of the, um, you know, transaction speeds and like Ethereum's like 15 transactions a second, I think. Um, Solana's like 2,000 transactions a second. But then you look at like Immutable X and Polygon and they're up to around nine or 10,000 
um, transactions a second. So I think moving forwards, what we're going to see is that that's going to be really important. And that's why, like, you know, the gas fees are so high on Ethereum because we're literally all bidding against each other to have our transaction next. And the prices just go, you know, through the roof because there's a limit to how quick it can actually physically be done. So um, I think that's why some of these other sort of, you know, platforms and like Immutable X is an interesting one. Um, you know, Polygon's pretty widely used on OpenSea. If we maybe talk a bit about OpenSea, we want to talk about platforms. Um, that's probably the number one, would you guys say, still definitely the number one sort of player in the in the space? Yeah. Uh, well, they've, they've just had, um, uh, for those that might not know about it, uh, Looks Rare uh, just came onto the scene. And they've had an interesting... Um, so they've, they've obviously come on. They're an NFT marketplace as well. Um, they came on board and allowed you to basically earn money for the amount of money you're spending on the platform and the amount of money, you, like the amount of items that you have listed on the platform as well, which is kind of, which has caused like, and this is massive, more bought, like recently in one day, there was more board apes sold on looks rare than there was an open seat, which is in the first three or four days of the marketplace, which is a massive coup. Um, and they, they've done that by just kind of offering kickbacks essentially to people that move over to their, their platform. And now they're allowed staking as well with um, the token that they've airdropped everyone. So you're not only earning kickbacks from, from buying and selling, but you're earning, um, you know, DeFi um, by staking um, or by the traffic on the platform. So it's, it's, it, and, and, they're, and they're putting, you know, whereas, whereas OpenSea takes the 2.5%, um, Looks Rare is putting some of that percentage back into the, um, you know, into the economy of, 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 their, of their marketplace. So it's kind of, it's going to be interesting to see more platforms do that kind of stuff and, and take on the Web3 model more so than a business because OpenSea is still trying to be a, 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 a a web two company in, in a sense, like having stockholders, um, yeah. market share, you know, like it's, it, they're on listed on the, the NASDAQ. So, um, that's what sets them apart from, you know, rareable and other marketplaces where they're just totally more web three than, than. And, the, and this is the first, this is the first kind of, I guess, open sea competitor that I can kind of really think of. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you go, Oh, Oh, there's something happening here. Yeah. Um, for the first time, not like uh, whatever. Because I think <laughs> when I when I started, I was looking at um, a lot of art on Rareable. Um, that's kind of where I was looking, and then like Foundation as well, with like a couple of other people. Foundation is like obviously an invite only, or was an invite only. I don't know if it still is, but um, <clears throat> you had to be an invite only creator to put your stuff out on Foundation. But I was looking at Rareable. And I didn't really kind of learn about OpenSea until maybe a couple of months down the track. And then I've gone, oh, OpenSea is kind of where it's all really happening. Well, even OpenSea is having traffic issues as well. Like when they, mm. <clears throat> and they've had massive bugs um, where people could, in a sense, hack other people's OpenSea accounts and drain them. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, um, we're still experiencing, you know, original issues that we were all experiencing in, in previous markets um, in the Web3 space, which has been, I suppose, I suppose you, none of us were sort of expecting that. Um, and it's kind of been eye-opening learning that over the last six or seven months and going, oh, no, yeah, we're still, 
really early. Like no one really knows what they're doing just yet. Um, and it's going to take marketplaces like looks rare. Like those kind of, those kind of people, like that kind of um, mentality and thought going into stuff that's going to really more break, break the back of, of the stalwarts. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with coin, Coinbase. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for that too. That's, I think I think they're yeah. kind of holding off because of these. They're seeing like letting everyone play it out. Yeah, find the bugs, let them fix the bugs, and then you know figure out what they've got to do to to really mm. make an awesome product. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, what other what other platforms have we seen that are you know that you guys use or that you like? You know, obviously we've talked about Royal, which is for the music stuff with Blau. I think we maybe want to do almost a whole episode on that one at some stage, I think. Um, 100%. Then we talked about OpenSea, uh, which is just an NFT marketplace trading uh, mainly Ethereum and Polygon. Do they do any – is there any other um, sort of pla- um, sort of blockchains <clears throat> that they operate on or is it just Polygon and Ethereum? No, it's just those. And OpenSea, mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're, uh, saying, they're saying others, but it's, it's yeah, everyone's saying others. To, to come maybe. Um, I mean, then you look at, you know, I use Magic Eden uh, and Soulsea for Solana Network. Um, people tend to prefer Magic Eden from what I've seen in the communities. Um, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, Soul projects are launching through the Magic Eden Launchpad, which, um, you know, is sort of a curated um, platform for actually doing your minting and stuff like that. So they actually help you with all the technical side. Um, so that's sort of on the Solana Network. What else? Super Rare. Do you guys ever go on there? That's curated, isn't it? Super Rare. It's a curated uh, art one. You have to be yep. invited. Yeah. What yep. other ones? Um, Aaron, you're into to more the art space or some of the art space photography and that. Is there anything out there that's more for those sort of platforms? Or Yeah, Foundation is definitely big um, with NFT photographers. Um, again, I'm pretty sure you need to be invited by someone. So it's very like uh, – it's like annoying because it's a bit like – I think it was – I think they did it like the clubhouse model where yeah, yeah someone else has to invite you and then now it's it's kind of reached mainstream because so many people have invited someone else yeah yeah like sure. i know people that are sitting on like like you are with your clubhouse invites um <laughs> jai <laughs> i know some of the sitting on like seven they or made that public. foundation yeah. invites they made yeah. clubhouse public but yeah it was um yeah thousands of invites <laughs> it's like i can't invite that many people <laughs> <laughs> they're already annoyed about me talking about it um <laughs> What other platforms? Um, I mean, could we call audio? I suppose Audius isn't really because it's not for trading it, it, fees. It, it is though because it's, it's still for earning blockchain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's still a blockchain. And I see that you um, now they've just announced that, well, recently that you can actually um, display your NFTs on your profile. So if you had an NFT of a track that you're selling um, hmm. that's on Audius, you could actually have um, it displayed the NFT underneath. What a, with a lot of money though to become silver. Like that's a it's silver a big is, task. I think it's a thousand audio. It's rewarding early adopters because yeah, yeah. when audio Audius was like yeah. audio was nothing, was cheaper. Um, but and obviously now it's had some movement. I think they airdropped a heap of everyone at the start. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's a thousand. But so it's probably like two or three grand almost now to get to that level. But oh well. Um, it's still an asset you own, I suppose, and you can sell. So it's not like you actually are paying a membership. So beauty of it. Yeah, true. With the potential but, of it increasing as well. Quickly, so we don't get this. Uh, just mindful of the time. Got much longer. Yeah. 
any other platforms that we can think of that we like, enjoy, or think could be interesting to, for people to go and check out or have a look at? We're using um, Token Trove at the moment for Gary V's um, book games, yep. which is mm. on um, Immutable X. So the, the main, I guess, draw card for Immutable X is that there's no gas fees. Um, you do it, need that. It, it, it was surprisingly easy. I reckon he's an investor in it. I, I'd have to say. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he is for sure. Have to, for sure. <laughs> it um, but they, it's, pretty, yeah, it's pretty smooth. So Token Trove is also selling. We spotted these and we just missed out on buying some of them. Um, the TikTok top moments. So at the end of the year last year, TikTok released. They they linked up with um, some of their influencers and made NFTs with them, um, and then released them um, on Immutable X. Um, and you can buy those ones on Token Trove on the secondary. Yeah, they'll probably go. If it was iconic, like, you know, an iconic moment from the year that went viral, that'll, that'll blow up for sure. That's, yeah, that's what well, yeah, they all have. Like, most of the floor of them is over, like, three or four ETH. There you go. <laughs> Wild. All right. Um, any any last sort of thoughts about platforms? I mean, there's more and more coming, as we said. I, I'm going to go have a look at that one. Uh, it's it's uh, Looks Rare, was it? Is it the, the new one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check that out after this, but... Um, any other new platforms we can think of that are coming maybe that we, we know of, we've heard of? I know that's just the um, just the Coinbase marketplace is the biggest thing I think the whole market's kind of waiting for. I know that they've heard, they've talked heavy about multiple blockchains. I heard um I heard Steve Aoki speaking uh, on a podcast at one stage about um he was starting his own platform. So that'll be interesting to see what that is. Um some kind of NFT trading platform. He didn't really go into um, details about it, but um, that's what I'm looking mm. out for as well, well. Yeah, I think I think what I'm most excited about, as I said, is is as Web three overcoming the Web two issues with traffic, with hacking, with all these things where it's like you you know where they're talking about how this should be like this, but it's still, as I said, we're just still going through the motions of the same issues we've all experienced previously. So I'm really excited to see how they they tackle it with technology. Awesome. Sure. Anything else, Aaron, sign off with? Nah, man, just just looking at OpenSea, really. <laughs> yeah, get in there. <laughs> I feel like OpenSea is the, uh, the MySpace of the, the moment. Yeah. We're waiting, for, we're waiting for Facebook, and I feel like Facebook's going to be Coinbase. Yeah, 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 probably. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we've all sat down and done this, and just in that time alone, I've learned so much more. And, like, once you do get over that initial hurdle – um, of really sort of getting into a lot more of the projects and looking at more projects, it really does become sort of fun and interesting to then look at those projects and do the research I've found. So um, anyone who maybe, you know, think that could be something they're interested in, I'd say definitely get out there and have a crack and have a look at some of the projects that are going on and jump Get in. your hands dirty and just oh, yeah. start reading NFT Twitter. That's what you got to do. Just <laughs> really just, just get in there. Just NFT Twitter all day. <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, let's call this one uh, call this one a day then, guys, and we'll um, you know we'll get get cracking on some other episodes for everyone soon. Sweet. All right. See ya. See ya, everyone.